Welcome to Freaky Fridays, part of the Podmoth Network, the podcast where we talk about all kinds of scary, spooky, freaky shit. We are your hosts. I'm Melissa. And I'm Michelle. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were saying, what was that look? <laughs> I was waiting for you to say what we were talking about today. I know, but what was that look when you're like, I'm Melissa, and then you did that like... <laughs> Because it sounded weird because I said, we are your host. I'm Melissa. I should have just said, we are your host. No, I'm Melissa. No, it makes sense. I think it made sense. Okay. It's just, I was looking at at your face and then I totally forgot to say it. In the moment, it didn't sound right. Okay. Okay. We can do this. Just do, uh, we are your host. Okay. I can't look at you. We are your hosts. I'm Melissa. And I'm Michelle, and tonight we're going to talk about creepy dolls. Ooh. <laughs> That's kind of a oxymoron, right? Creepy dolls. Mm-hmm. All dolls are creepy. Mm-hmm. And this kind of flows in from our previous episode where we talked about Jake's Elmo doll that was talking in your parents' basement. Yes, and as I was telling you earlier, it is on the list of one of the creepiest dolls. Yes, and I can see why. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad to know that Elmo we proved that to you. We weren't the only ones that Elmo did that to. Makes me feel. You a know what better. I think we have to add into our intro is where we drink and talk about. <laughs> that is true. Where we talk about all kinds of scary, spooky, freaky, drunk shit. Mm-hmm. You know what else I was thinking about when you said the creepy doll? It feels weird to say creepy and doll at the same time because when you say doll. Sometimes people use that as a, a term of endearment or like a way to greet somebody. True. So it's yeah. weird to like say creepy doll because. Yeah. Whole nother yeah. level. Well, tonight we're going to talk about creepy doll toys. Mm-hmm. The story I have, this doll that I'm talking about is, was meant to be a, a child's toy. So you're going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about Robert the doll. And I'm going to tell you about the Island of the Dolls in Mexico. Have you heard of the Island of the Dolls? I have not. Oh, And good. I just kept thinking of the Island of the Misfits or the <laughs> well, Misfit Island and the Rudolph the Reindeer story. This is similar, but on a way deeper, darker, creepier scale. Mm, mm-hmm. So glad we're doing this when I'm all by myself. Yeah. <laughs> good times. We didn't want to do like the typical Annabelle doll. I mean, I think everybody kind of knows that story. My story is a little bit Annabelle-ish. Right, but it but we didn't want to do Annabelle specifically. Oh, specifically. Because we love the Conjuring movies. Mm-hmm. Go watch the Conjuring movies. They have great background on the Annabelle doll. And yeah, read the Warrens books. They have great background on the Annabelle doll. So we wanted yeah. to do something a little different. You don't have any dolls in the house, do you? Just me. Just you doll face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no dolls. No dolls in this. I take that back. Uh-oh. Oh, Michael Myers doll. I recently was gifted a Michael Myers doll. Yes. And I do keep him out, even though it's not Halloween. He will forever sit in my front room. Yeah, I'm going to have to add a picture of him to our 
Instagram for this episode because he's a doll, so it fits and he's creepy, but he's also super cute. He is. And he was made by hand. Um, I don't know if I told you that, but um, yeah. and I actually do have the woman's information. Oh yeah. Let's link her because he's going to be donning a Santa hat and going to be Mike on the shelf, right? Oh, for sure. I just need <laughs> to find um, a little Santa hat that will fit him. I, I don't know if we're, where do I go like to the kids department and find the toys for adult? Like where do I get a Christmas uh, a Santa hat that's like doll sized. If you can't find one, I'll make you one. Okay. I mean, it's bigger than Barbie doll head size. Right. It's, you know, we're he, talking got like, a pretty big head actually. Yeah. Well, and he's got that, you know, crazy hair that sticks up. So <laughs> yeah. he's going to yeah. be like, like those ducks and the dogs that people put out on their front porch and they just mm-hmm. change them out for Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas and St. Yeah. Patrick's day. This is going to be oh, like yeah. your, your holiday, holiday Mike. For sure. <laughs> For sure. I, I've I've already thought about New Year's too. He's got the butcher knife in one hand. I'd like to put a champagne bottle and maybe one of those <laughs> confetti blowing, maybe a little top hat. Mm-hmm. One of those little blowy things. You know, you blow it in the yeah. what are, you know, the party, party, party favor. Blower. Not that kind of party favor. <laughs> what Not <kind> a blower. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll skip the blowing of sorts and just The podcast do it. is going down. It's going down. <laughs> Mayday, mayday. <laughs> um, I didn't have enough time to dress him for Thanksgiving, but next year I was thinking if anyone wants to crochet a little turkey costume for him, that would be fun. Or a pilgrim hat. Pil- mm, yeah. Would that be PC though? Seems appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but is Michael Myers PC mm-hmm. as your next leprechaun? No. <laughs> February, I could put him with like a little oh. bow and arrow in a, in a diaper, yes. like, you know, the Cupid guy. Oh my God. Yes, it's so cute. The possibilities are endless. It really is. And maybe we can inspire the lady that made it to create mm, outfits. Mm, it's like a Build-A-Bear. <laughs> Build-A-Bear for my serial killer. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Everyone would love it. I like it. I think we're on to something here. Yeah, I think it'll be great. Well, why don't you go first? Oh, okay. Because I am dying to hear about the island of misfit dolls or (laughs) yes (laughs) it's it's very appropriate and i have to preface this by uh remember when we were talking about the la parva ski resort and Mm -hmm. i surprisingly knew how to say oaxaca mexico yes and can we please remind everybody how i said it wait till you hear me speaking all these spanish words in a minute because this is a place right outside of mexico city xochimilco delightful Actually, I'll just say it that one time and then I'll cut it in to every there time. There you go. <laughs> to say it. There you go. Anyway, so we got to start at the beginning. It was around the 1950s. It's not really known what exact year, but Julian Santana Barrera. Sexy. <laughs> Probably not the way I said it. <laughs> he left his wife and family and secluded himself onto this island. So while he was there living this life of his own on this little island that he kind of took over, um, mm-hmm. I guess you could do that back then and just inhabit a little island and call it your own. Oh, you could do it back then. Remember the Indians lost their land? This is true, yes. <laughs> well, and this is part of the Aztec people, so... Oh, well, um, there you go. I mean, not in 1950, obviously, but he stole this island. Well, so this is very appropriate for Thanksgiving now. Thanks. 
Thanks for circling that back around. <laughs> uh, so he discovered, unfortunately, discovered a body of a young girl apparently drowned in the wetland areas of the lake. After he discovered the body of this young girl, a doll came floating down the canal and he just assumed that this doll was hers. And out of a sign of respect, he hung it from a tree. That sounds weird. <laughs> like he hung it. <laughs> he, he put it up on a tree as a sign of respect for the little girl. Okay. I'll just picture like a Christmas tree ornaments and then I'll call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> just wait. Hey everyone, my name is Eddie, producer, legend, and host of my Crunchy podcast over on the Podmoth Media Network. If you're looking for something chaotic, somewhat messy, and very incomprehensible, then go stream my Crunchy podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So stop searching and start listening to all your new faves from the Podmoth Media Network team now. Julian begin to experience inexplicable situations like hearing whispers, footsteps, anguished wails in the darkness, even though his hut was on this island, like 11 miles away from civilization. So he decided to spend his life scavenging for dolls throughout trash areas and anything that would float up into the canals, and he would hang them from the island's many trees in an attempt to appease what he believed was the drowned girl's oh. spirit. He would find these dolls, and however he found them, he would hang them up. He wouldn't clean them off. He wouldn't restore them. Some were headless, some were torso-less, some were eyeless, some were limbless, some were just limbs, like just a doll arm. How very Wednesday Adams of him. <laughs> yeah, very. So the... Island soon became known as the Island of the Dolls or the Isla de las Muñecas. That was beautiful. Well, and thanks to Madonna for the Isla Bonita. Mm -hmm. I still like that song. Like I said, this area is like wetlands with like canals of lushy green trees and water lilies. And it's kind of like a Venice mm -hmm. with the canals, but green. Wow. And a lot cleaner than Venice, mm -hmm. unfortunately. To get there, you have to take a flat bottom boat called a trajinera mm -hmm. about an hour and a half through the canals filled with dark, murky water. No, thank Oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. It's like a gondola ride. The locals that are doing the taxi boat to the island are pushing it with these like long mm -hmm. sticks. So it was just creepy because you can't see under the water. No, thank you. And as you know from our previous episodes <laughs> dark water nope mm -hmm. so uh one thing that's cool is along the way they have other boats that have like food stands fruit and beer and they have some that have uh, mariachi bands that are playing so it's fun. it's kind of like a fun time until you get right around this one bend and bam there's like a thousand dolls hanging from the trees <gasps> Yeah. Oh, now I just really pitched a really morbid Christmas tree. <laughs> yes. Well, think of like weeping willows with like tons of yeah. dolls just hanging around okay. and dolls in various states of array. So you can go up to the island. What a sight. I mean, could you imagine, especially if you didn't even know about it, right? Right. And you come around this bend and it's like. Yeah. Just throwing your face right there, like all these, ugh. Yeah, like, what the fuck? That's what I would say. Wait, what the fuck is that? Well, one, yeah. we wouldn't be on that boat because of the no. water, but. Uh -uh. So, 
you can get off of the boat and tour the island for a nominal fee. Some of the boats that you can rent, the rowers won't even take you there because of superstition. Really? So if you find someone to actually take you over there, you can tour the island. And there's a small museum with articles about the island and Julian. Interesting. And thousands of dolls. One thing interesting that I heard on one of the videos is that in the Mexican culture, people believe that dolls can trap evil spirits and stop harming people. So interesting. I think that's why he heard all these creepy voices and footsteps and like a child crying and saying, I want my doll. So he would get these dolls wherever he could find them and hang them up around to maybe ward off or catch the evil spirits. Wow. So uh, unfortunately, in 2001, he died of a heart attack. Oddly enough, the body was reportedly found in the exact spot where he found the girl's body about 50 years ago. Oh, my God. Weird, right? Are you kidding? No, I'm not. That's (laughs) crazy. That's crazy. So the um, area became a popular tourist attraction or more popular after he died in 2001, and visitors started bringing dolls, some to pay tribute and some probably mm-hmm. just to be, I put a doll there. That's kind of sweet, though. Yeah. Some locals describe it as, quote-unquote, charmed, not haunted, even though mm-hmm. travelers claim the dolls whisper to them. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, thanks. The island is currently in the care of Anastasio Santana Velasco, who is Julian's Nephew. What the fuck? It's just all coming full of circle. Yeah. Oh, you just wait. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm on the edge of my seat. We're, so we're talking about this island of the dolls. Do you know what is nearby in Xochimilco? Please tell me. La Rona Island, where they pay homage to La Llorona. Oh, my God. So Mexico City is not on the top of my list of places to go seeing right now. Mm-mm. No, I can honestly say it's never been on my list at all. <laughs> yeah. Now it's probably furthest from my list. Absolutely. So I want you to Google right now Island of the Dolls and see a couple of pictures of this. Oh, my God. <laughs> so during the day, it might be interesting. What the fuck? <laughs> But people actually go there at night. Uh, <laughs> I'm utterly like, okay. <laughs> Wait, can I get a screenshot of you with your mouth agape? I need to reel it in for a second. When you said that these dolls that like, you know, had obviously been in this water. Or trash heaps or wherever, yeah. Right. I mean, I didn't think that they were going to be in the best of shape. And you did say some of them had heads missing, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But it's whatever. a whole new level. But these dolls look like... They began their journey already <laughs> fucked up and very creepy yeah. looking. They're, it's like they purposely made scary dolls. They don't look like they were ever meant to be cute little baby no. dolls. They are fucking haunting. This one looks like the chick from the garage. Yeah, they look weathered, rode hard and put away wet. They look very scary. Some are burned and... This one looks like something out of Mad Max. She's got one pigtail coming out of the top of her head. I mean, what in the world? Yeah, it's uh, not romantic. Let's put it that way. (laughs) And you know, on some of them, their limbs, like the ones that do have the limbs attached, it's almost like like they've got different parts of... Like they were stitched together, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they took an arm from this mm-hmm. doll and an arm from that doll. And like, because they're different sizes. Like this little chunky one that's flying through the air has got <laughs> one skinny arm and one fat arm. It's just, 
Oh, yeah. people, you really need. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Anyone that's listening to this, I beg you to please Google Island of Dead Dolls in Mexico City. Yes. And you will you will know why I am like literally gasping right now. Yeah, because they look dead. Like Island of the Dolls sounds kind of sweet for some reason. Or like you were saying, you know, the people are paying their respects or whatever. But once you look at it, you're like, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, this one picture I'm looking at is like a Toys R Us ad gone bad. <laughs> it's just like they look like really fucked up cabbage patch dolls like that part of toy story when the doll comes out with the head and then the like spider yeah that it's like that but dirty and dark yeah (laughs) do that again (laughs) this one picture is like so i don't even have words i don't even know words to describe it it's it's really displeasing to look at (laughs) and i like weird things and this is really, really fucking creepy. Yeah. 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 I mean, I knew about it, but I hadn't really dug into it until we decided to do this topic. And I was like, oh, oh my. <laughs> oh, okay. It's terrifying. Like this yeah. would give a child nightmares if they ever mm-hmm. happened upon that bend accidentally. <laughs> Don't go surfing the canals in Mexico just happenstance by yourselves because you could run into something extremely creepy. I mean, the way that he's got them strung in these trees, and some of them look like they have like chicken wire around them, Mm -hmm. like in little boxes, and Mm -hmm. it's just, it's going to haunt me. Yeah. People need to check it out. Yes. I don't like it. All you have to do is Google Island of the Dolls and... There you go. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that with us. Oh, sure. You are very welcome. <laughs> when you said Island of Dolls, I was not picturing that at all. <laughs> That's why I was laughing when you said in the beginning, like the Island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> mm-hmm, sure. Uh-huh. That's definitely <laughs> what that one was. Fuck. Well, let me tell you about my story. Yes, please do. This is the creepy story of Robert the doll. It began when Robert the doll was gifted to a young boy named Robert Eugene Otto in 1904. This toy has haunted Key West, Florida ever since. That's where this originated. Oh, well, Florida. Mm -hmm. So when you look at Robert the doll, he's noticeably handmade. He's got a fabric face that's been worn with time. Quite honestly, when I saw pictures of him, his face looks sort of like the structure of Curious George and the texture looks Mm. like a chocolate chip cookie. I'm not quite sure (laughs) how else to describe it. I love your description. Um, I do agree. I've seen the picture and I do agree that he has a very interesting, I mean, creepy, even though it's a doll, but it's not porcelain. It's like some sort of weird fabric. fabric. And there's a reason when I had read more about it that that I learned why he looks the way he does and why he looks kind of like a monkeyish. But so yeah, he's, he's, you can tell he's, you know, like a a fabric and he's been worn over time. Looking at him, he appears to be just a simple friendly toy, Uh, but his eyes are hard black beads. That's reserved for teddy bears, I think. That's it. His sailor suit that he's dressed in, it once belonged to the little boy that it was given to. So this little boy, Robert Otto, used to wear this little sailor outfit. So this doll is three feet tall. I was going to say, how small yeah. is this boy? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. I should, have, Jesus. I should have mentioned that. Uh, Robert the doll is three feet tall. So he is Robert like life size. Three you know? Feet tall. 
Yeah. Oh, like those weird Barbie dolls that they used to yeah. have back in the day. Yeah. So handmade doll, he's wearing this uh, real sailor, not real, but a little kid sailor suit, including the hat. So it's kind of creepy looking. Like it's innocent enough, but it's it's very, when you look at him, it's very creepy looking. He's got like the the shape of a mouth. There's kind of like a little hole. It's, it's really odd to, it's very strange to see. I need to pull it up now while you're talking. Yeah. So the legend has it that this 116-year-old straw doll is haunted by a malevolent spirit to this day. The doll's original owner, a boy named Robert Eugene Otto, used to blame his mischief on the doll until the evil forces inside the toy took hold and the mischief became more sinister. Even today, misfortune allegedly befalls all those who insult him. From allegedly breaking people's bones to causing their cars to crash, Robert the doll remains a terrifying figure for all who encounter him. Uh, Yeah, I see why. I'm looking at him right now. Right? Doesn't he kind of have like a chocolate chip looking face? Like a chocolate chip cookie? Yeah, I'm wondering if, I mean, those are like divots from years Sure, but that's what it reminds me of. But it does look like chocolate chip cookie yeah it looks like when those people pull stockings over their faces Uh uh-huh with like black beady eyes yeah it's strange it's just strange but doesn't his shape kind of remind you of curious george the monkey oh yeah totally yeah so there's a bit of debate surrounding robert the doll's origins some people claim that he was gifted to the little boy from his grandfather in 1904, but locals recall a more sinister backstory. Mm-hmm. They claim that the straw-filled toy was given to young Otto by one of the family's young maids. So apparently this little boy is from a wealthy family. Mm-hmm. They claim that one of the maids hexed it in retaliation for being mistreated by her bosses. Gotcha. So currently the doll resides at the Fort East Martello Museum, which is in Key West, Florida. And Nick wants to go to the Keys so bad. I want to go there too. I'm going to be like, if we go to the museum, yes. Mm-hmm. Officials at the Fort East Martello Museum, where Robert resides, have said the doll was actually never intended to be a doll in the first place. His origins were traced back to the Stife Company, which is the same toy company that designed the very first teddy bear. So that could be why he sort of has that more like animal-ish type face. Yeah. And he has the teddy bear eyes. Yeah. They just had some old teddy bear eyes laying around. And he was most likely supposed to actually just be like meant to be a part of a window display when he was created not ever meant to be someone's toy. Nonetheless, Robert was taken in by the Otto family and became little Gene Otto's best friend. Young Otto was so enamored with the doll that he named it after himself. Tiny little narcissist. Like I told you before, put his very own clothes on it. And despite the toy's awkwardly large size, he carried that doll with him wherever he went, which I find creepy. Jesus. Because it's not a little doll. Yeah. It's like, yeah, lugging around another person. Yeah, yeah. Otto was so close to his new friend that his parents would often hear him whispering to it. It seemed totally normal at the time until one day they heard a deep voice answer back. Oh, shit. No. Mm -hmm. What people really remember is what they would probably term as an unhealthy relationship with the doll. He talked about it in first person as if it weren't a doll. He was Robert, like a real live entity is how this little boy talked about him. It's as soon, however, strange things began to happen around the Otto house. According to legend, Otto's parents would wake up in the middle of the night only to find their poor boy screaming surrounded by overturned furniture. Robert would sit on the edge of the boy's bed. He would move and sit on the edge of the boy's bed. It says as Robert Eugene Otto grew older, Robert became even more malicious as mutilated toys started appearing in the Otto's home. And ended up at the island of the dolls. (laughs) Yep. 
And when Robert, the little actual little boy was little, he would say Robert did it. Hmm. One time a plumber who had been hired to make repairs around the auto home claimed to hear children's laughter, though nobody was home at the time. No. When he looked around the room, the plumber noticed that Robert the doll had moved from one side of the window to the other on his own. I'd be out. Yeah. Fuck that. Bye. Fix your own goddamn pipes. Right. Fuck your pipes. The plumber <laughs> swore that objects that had been in Robert's lap ended up on the other side of the room as if he'd thrown them. Oh my God. Eventually, Otto grew up and moved away. He studied at the fine arts in Chicago, and then he met his wife there. So he then brought the doll back to his childhood home, which is in Key West, Florida. Wait, he went to college and brought the doll? Uh, apparently. Ew. And he ended up finding a wife? When he had a doll in his possession. Because uh-huh. it says Otto brought the doll oh, back to his childhood home and he called the home the artist house. Today, the Victorian home is a haunted B&B. Oh, I bet. So Otto designed a special room for Robert in the attic, complete with oh, furniture, God. toys, and a teddy bear of Robert's own. But Otto's wife was not as keen on his childhood toy and requested that he keep the doll locked up. Robert was allegedly not fond of this. Now we're talking about Robert the doll. Right. He is said to have repeatedly weaseled his way out and situated himself in a chair facing out of an upstairs window where he could be seen by passersby below. People who passed by the house avoided walking near the house altogether after that. Uh, Yeah, I would too. Right? Do you imagine walking by and seeing that? Locals swore that the doll would disappear and then reappear facing another direction or his gaze would follow them as they passed. Visitors inside the home also claimed that they could hear footsteps coming from the attic and things would seem to move about the home on their own with no explanation. Mm -hmm. After Robert Eugene Otto died in 1974, a woman named Myrtle Reuter purchased his home, which meant Robert the doll had a brand new caretaker. I have a bad feeling about this new owner. Right? Like, this is like a movie. Actually, they did make this a movie. Uh, Reuter lived with Robert for 20 years. She even took him with her when she moved to a new home in the 1980s. She finally donated the creepy toy to the Fort East Martello Museum in 1994, claiming that the doll was indeed haunted. The museum accepted the doll and its baggage, assuming Reuter's claims were, of course, nonsense. So they just didn't believe that it was actually a haunted doll. Almost immediately, museum employees reported their own inexplicable happenings with the doll. Numerous visitors have lined up to see Robert the doll on display. Even stranger fans and fearful believers send letters directly to Robert. Oh my God. Sometimes praying to him, sometimes apologizing for having looked at him the wrong way while visiting at the museum. What? Because it is said that if you look at him and you don't apologize, he will wreak havoc on you. Uh, He gets probably one to three letters every day. Some visitors write to him and ask for advice or if he could place a curse on people who have wronged them. Oh. Since his arrival, Robert has received nearly 1,000 letters, but that's not all he receives. Visitors have also been known to leave candy, money, and sometimes even joints. (laughs) In 2015, a Robert the Doll movie was released simply titled Robert. The film loosely follows the origins of Robert the Doll, beginning with his arrival in the Otto family. Yes, the family in the movie is indeed named Otto. Who would have thought a doll could hold so much power? Even after 116 years, Robert seems to ha- to be as sharp as ever. To this day, visitors claim that camera malfunctions in his presence oh, and electric vices go haywire. So when people go and try to take a picture of him 
or a selfie with him, their cameras won't work. And then as soon as they move away from him, their cameras will work again. People who visit the museum and people who work there have often claimed that every now and then you'll see his, the look on his face will slightly change. Like he'll kind of go from a smile to a smirk. You can hear like this devilish giggle coming out of him sometimes. And the autos actually claimed the same thing when he was in their home. When their son would wake up screaming in the middle of the night because Robert the doll would hop on his bed and start thrashing things around, the autos claimed that they could hear like this devilish giggle coming from the bedroom and they knew it wasn't their son. Did they say anything about what this, what he's holding? So yes, that, that was a, a, it's a dog. It's a stuffed dog that they gave to him when they put him in the museum. And the dog is just as creepy because it's got these wide eyes. It's got that open mouth with the tongue sticking out. I did not think that was a dog. <laughs> yeah. It's, it says on his lifeless lap sits a disturbing toy pooch with big bulging eyes and a long tongue that hangs maniacally out of his mouth. Yeah. That's an accurate description there. And it, it very much reminds me of the whole Annabelle. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's more innocent looking than, than Annabelle. Well, the real Annabelle being a Raggedy Ann doll looked very innocent too. Right. But the Annabelle in the movies looked like she belonged on the island of the dolls. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's the fucking creepy story of Robert the doll. It scares me that I looked at pictures of him all day because now I feel like I need to apologize to him. <laughs> Maybe we need to write him a letter. I'm sorry that I talk shit about you. Maybe he should just have a um, voicemail like service. Oh, that's a good idea. Because I can't wait for my letter to get there. Mm -mm. Like, don't you have email? I mean, this is the 21st yeah. century. Hello? You're 116. You don't know how to use a fucking phone? Right. I feel like I read or saw like they had like a plaque or something that said don't take a picture don't look at him i didn't read about that no okay like if you don't know to not look at him then why is he on display right <laughs> yeah i don't know um but you can go visit him at the museum just be careful i do encourage people if you are listening to this to, to check him out though it's 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 creepy very creepy yeah that's robert the creepy doll oh somebody recreated it on etsy $550. No, thank you. It almost looks creepier than the real one. Just, you know, they should just stop making dolls altogether. Yeah. It's not necessary. What's wrong with a nice box of dominoes? What's wrong with some tinker toys? Yeah. Build something. A football, if you will. Use your brain. Yeah. Stop talking to things that aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's all for dolls tonight. I, I think I've reached my limit of dolls. Yeah. We've sufficiently uh, ruined each other's childhoods and nights. Yeah. My <laughs> bedtime is no longer looking so appealing to me. Yeah. Hey, thanks for your story. Thanks for yours. Thanks for scaring me. <laughs> Very welcome. That's what we do here on Freaky Friday. <laughs> I uh, appreciate everybody listening. Yes, thank you. And coming back time and again mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. make sure to sleep tight <laughs> you threw me off because you said sure. make sure I you know <laughs> I was like wait no then that's that's not what and it I'm says staring sure. at wait, it. I'm <laughs> literally staring at it right now while I said no, that. but you were you were improvising it I just came it. out that's what she said you can cut <laughs> <laughs> sleep tight everyone make sure you leave the lights on
Missy, make sure you leave the lights on. <laughs> oh, they'll be left on. Trust me. So for our listeners, do you have a freaky story you want to share? If so, go to our website at freakyfridayspodcast.com where you can email us or find us on Instagram at freakyfridayspod. And subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast listening platform. Join us next week for a new freaky tale.